out to Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to no. Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going you, to Caleb provide. Caleb blew right through it. He's my just name going is right Caleb Lushfell, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ross Parker and Alan McBride. <laughs> How's it going, boys? What have we been up to? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know Caleb was going with Caleb. I didn't know Caleb asked, was about to start neither. Ross just asked the question, and then I'm like, no. And I'm like, fuck, Caleb was talking. <laughs> um, no, and then I don't I'm just like, ESPN. let's just lean into it. I have ESPN Plus, which doesn't include Formula One, I found out. Oh, it's tough. It, it doesn't have regular ESPN? No, ESPN Plus is distinctly separate. Yeah, it's... And uh, from what I know, different. only they play like six hockey games a year. And other than that, it's just like fighting stuff. Yeah. Uh, I got it on Allow. Oh, do you want my DirecTV login? I can just text that to you. No, I think I got Peacock. Nope, never mind, I don't. I don't need to watch this thing. It's going to, from Grand Prix uh, racing is probably going to be around, like Formula One racing is probably going to become UFC fighting for me, where I will catch the highlights. Yep. Is, no, Alex, I'm not accepting that answer. <laughs> All right. It works well in UFC because most of the time the highlights are actually longer than the fucking fights. Yep. So mm. I'm going to stand on that. Um, maybe not working here. I agree. But I can understand everything that's going on with cars very easily. But for what I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of BuzzFeed Unsolved with like Supernatural and other stuff that they've been doing. Mm. Don't know why, I like, but it's in my room and I'll turn it on YouTube and I'll just watch like four or five episodes of that shit. Uh, worst thing to wake up to is a scary, terrifying young child going like this with her arms stuck out and she looks like she's from the grudge. Yeah, that happened a couple of times when I would go in and out of sleeping and I'd wake up at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I don't understand why you're doing that to yourself. Dude, I sleep with like the weirdest things. Like my nightmares are are crazy enough already. I don't need fucking them to keep going when I wake back up. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't need a reality show. You don't need a hundred inch screen of something gory and murderous in front of yeah. you. Um, for me, sleep like a child, sleep like a baby, like that. Um, but I, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Man, I listen. To, I honestly like now that you say that, Caleb. I like watch stuff like that. I'll listen to uh, serial killer podcasts, and then I'm now listening to Mindhunters, the book about how they go through all of the um how they basically just came up with the show mind hunters and they there's go no way this is crime. good for our brains there's no way this access to crazy people what? is good for our brains no um just, just like there's no way it's good for our brains that tiktok takes us from like thirst traps of goth girls well at least my tiktok thirst traps of goth girls into like war highlights it's literally like at this point it's highlights it's just highlight rules playing on my tiktok it's formatted the exact same way as sports highlights except for it's fucking war it's insane oh like all the stuff that's going on in ukraine is just yeah. like coming in like that's so messed up it's fucking like, like it's mixed in with thirst traps and updates about hogwarts legacy and it's like what the fuck is going on it's, just, it's like this it's just in top 10 from ukraine yeah, like that's it, so it's, weird. it's literally it's formatted <laughs> like that it's like sports center top 10 it's and like it's, Joseph Kiev takes out two more Russians, Russian aircraft yeah, this morning. I don't know. And it, like, ultimately, it's maybe a good thing because we all know what's going on. But also, there's no way it's healthy. Anyway, Ross, yeah, what have you been watching? I was not done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'll keep going. Job. Yeah. I've seen Turning Red this week. Yes. I've started yeah, watching. I think we're going to fight Runner. about it once I start talking about it. But yeah. I just like, OK, I don't believe the hype of it. And yeah, we'll we'll, be, we'll talk about it. I think it's okay. still a good movie. I'm not going to say it's bad. Like, yeah. Pixar hits home runs regardless. It's now just the distance they, of how far it hits the fence. There's still only the one bad Pixar movie, and that's Good Dinosaur. 
And that's still not a bad movie. No, it's not. <laughs> and, but, At this uh, point, it's more for the meme. Yeah. And then uh, I recently started watching uh, Blade Runner 2039. 29 2039. It's on um, HBO Max, Black Lotus. Uh, watch The Boys Diabolical. Super weird. Um, Blade Runner tw- like 2039, Black Lotus. It would be a lot better if it did have a different animation style. Yeah, it's I don't animation. love the animation style of it. <laughs> <It's>, <clears throat> like, have you guys, Ross, have you watched it? Uh, the Blade Runner? Yeah. I have not. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen regular Blade Runner. All right, Caleb, the animation I, style of it. I've is seen the original Blade style. Runner. Yeah, the newer ones are one we're talking about. The, <laughs> the, this, like, animation style and graphics equates to a 1990, no, uh, 1999, maybe early 2000s, like, computer game yeah it's like I someone mean, took it out- kind of it kind of leads into what i one of the things i really like about turning red that i'll talk about in a sec but it's like it's like a bad turning combo of different- of western and eastern animation whereas turning red's like a really cool combo way of better. western and eastern <laughs> way, animation. way better way yeah. better dynamic i feel like if they just stuck it to an anime it would have been like far better they could have done like Avatar: The Last Airbender animation design, probably really good. They could have done, um, like, oh my god, they could have done like the D list. Then is it? I feel like it's the D list. It's the anime about like racing cars. Um, I think it's called. Oh D-list. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one's pretty good. Um, man, they could have gone so many different anime animation. Routes. It's like, it's um, you know exactly what it is. It's. Alita Battle, it's the worst parts of Alita Battle Angel made into an entire animation style. Yeah. Did you guys watch that movie? Yeah, I did. Awesome, I awesome movie, but the worst parts of that animation style and the massive eyes that Anna de Armas has in that um, turned into an entire animation style. Wait, that's I keep forgetting Anna de Armas was, the, was that. Anita. I didn't know that. Yeah. Jeez, that's her. I'm 95% sure. Is it not? No way. I don't think it's her. No, yeah, it is. It's Anna Armas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Come on. Wait. Come on. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. No, it's Alita. It's Rosa Zalazar. Is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rosa yeah, Salazar you're absolutely right. It's Rosa Salazar. I lied. All right, cool. I'm like she. I know she's in. Blade oh, there's Blade just 20, a bunch 49. of there's just a bunch of fan art as Anna de Armas as Alita Battle huh. Angel. That's what it was. Bro, you TikTok. Anyway, no, that wasn't from TikTok. Uh, Bro, TikTok's you're... not talking about Alita Battle Angel anymore. That was just a Mandela effect, I think. Legitimately, I think that was just a Mandela effect. Um, yeah, just... All right, oh. Alec, you watch anything else this week? Uh, um, no. I can just hear Ross is in the background. Ross, yeah. what are you up to right now? What have you been watching? And he's like, shh. What's up, guys? I, um, I'm actually watching the start of Formula One season right now. As um, we speak. Let's see. Other than that, I haven't been super busy this week. I played the Guardians of the Galaxy game, Caleb. How would you think? Yeah, I liked the story a lot. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, not a good, that's not a good so just for the, on the game. The uh, gameplay. And away we go! I just heard that in the background. Just, you gotta love Formula One. By Ross's 
expression, something insane happened to start the Formula One season. We're about to get live reactions, maybe? It's not live, Caleb, because this thing comes out like two days later. Well, it's still live reactions. It's just not <laughs> <For us>. live <laughs> by the time other people hear it. Ross is going through the roller coaster right now. I'm just waiting to get an update. I'm waiting to get an update. I don't think his team is going – I don't think his team is doing well. Nope. No. Nope, his team's not doing hey, well. Hey, Caleb, what have you been watching this week while we let <laughs> Ross enjoy his first lap? Um, okay, so turning red. I'll talk about that at the end. I want to run through the rest of the stuff I've watched. Uh, the Last Kingdom Season 5, I watched the entirety of it. I talked about how it came out last week on the pod. Very solid conclusion to a five-season show. Still highly recommend the show. I'm really excited for the movies they say they're going to make, but it's really – it's full circle the show is. It's a great arc for Uhtred, son of Uhtred, um, which is still just the coolest name. Uhtred, son of Uhtred, heir to Bevenberg. Um, I also watched Upload Season 2, which dropped on Amazon. I finished that up. Not as excited with how they left that season. They only went for seven episodes in the second season and left it on a massive cliffhanger in the middle of an arc that I'm not super happy about that they could have just finished the arc in the last three episodes. But hey, I'm going to blame that one on COVID, I guess. Was it like That's... a mid-season break or COVID cutoff? Just... COVID cutoff? No, no, no. They filmed the entire thing after COVID, so it's not a COVID cutoff either. They just like shorten the season. I think I don't really understand it. Maybe Ooh. they'll make it. Maybe they'll make it up to me in season three. Okay, turning red. I I love this movie. I think it's awesome. I think it. I I think, and it's been a theme of a lot of Pixar's movies recently, which is where I'm kind of running out of it. Like if they do the next movie about this, also. I'm kind of be, going to be over it. but Generational and familial trauma? Yeah, yeah. the generational trauma, the familial trauma. It's like it's really, really good. And this is another really cool take on it that we haven't seen out of Pixar so far. Um, it's also just like a really cute group of friends, like the four of them, the four 13-year-old girls. It, it's fun. It's just like a really heartwarming, fun movie. It's where Pixar is at its best. It's going to make you cry. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you happy for the people in it and also the animation style and that last little fight between everybody is awesome like it's so it's just a really fun movie and i really enjoy it it did remind me of attack on titan right at the end though yeah 100 same vibes same vibes 100 and you can definitely see the uh the japanese animation like influence coming into pixar in that last fight for sure yeah it was it was good in some parts and um, it, it's a good movie. Like I'm not gonna sit here and sit and talk to, talk bad about it. It's just like after a while, it's like I kind of get the whole premise, and I think that's because watching after watching the Madrigal family, mm-hmm. and then coming into this one, it's like I already knew. I'm like I knew this plot line before it started, and that's the part where I was like, all right, now I can kind of like go wash dishes or go do something else and kind of keep it on the background, and I really didn't miss much of it. And it was great animation style, great everything. Um, <clears throat> it's just one of those things that was just like it didn't catch me. Yeah, and, I'm, but not, I, I'm not putting it in the Pixar pantheon for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, I'm not saying it's the worst Pixar movie ever, and I don't think it it's it's not even like a bad Pixar movie. No. Um, I definitely am also not the demographic this movie is shooting for. Like, let's be honest. I actually think you are. I I'm of the mind that I think Pixar specifically, but Disney in general, they're 
entire mark like their entire market focus is no longer children they're not trying to get i mean by as a byproduct they're going to get the new generation of kids but they're not aiming for kids anymore they're aiming for people our age they grew up on them and now have disposable income to give to them yeah i definitely feel like i was much more of Encanto's uh demographic that's fair because it's just like familiar understanding like i yeah. did not fully understand i'm not an asian american kid don't have that stuff. Don't understand all the temple stuff. I get it, though. Kind of understood it. But, like, yeah. same thing occurs, like, when somebody watched uh, Encanto and they're like, what's up with all the others? Like, why do you, like, the Spanglish, the other stuff that kind of goes into it, um, the cooking, the cooking, um, <clears throat> just all that stuff. Like, that all made connected, made sense, really cool for me, great familial connections. Like I said, it's not, like, my family heritage, so it's, like, but it's somebody else's. So I understand yeah. fully why it's a great and an iconic movie for certain reasons. Um, I didn't laugh as much of it at, at certain scenes as I felt like I laughed at other Pixar movies, but that's just, like, I feel like how this one was delivered. Uh, also, I will give a shout-out to Pixar putting – some more easter eggs i mean they're incredible at easter eggs in general but lending more credence to the theory that all the pixar movies are in the same universe uh, the emo kid in this move in turning red uh is wearing a t-shirt of the singer from coco before he dies oh that's yeah cool. the the lily yeah so i mean it's just small shit and it doesn't really have any impact on how good the movie is, but I just love seeing that kind of stuff. I did. Also, I did enjoy the overbearing mom scenes. Like yeah. I thought those through that. Cause I feel like everyone has a helicopter mom, whether you have one or you have a cousin that has one. It's hilarious to see the uh, like helicopter mom. The underneath the bed, little fortress of, uh, of that? personality was awesome. Too. <laughs> yeah. That uh, was Ross, awesome. interesting. I, I feel like we're hitting a little break here for you. Can you give us a little, a little live update? on what you've been watching plus how this how this first couple laps of this race are going so far uh what i've been watching just that has i haven't seen a ton of new stuff it's been a busy week but um the same thing as you said earlier yep <laughs> race wise um top three stays same sergio Perez from red bull fell down one spot who's my guy lewis hamilton's up a spot that's our top five okay all right okay. um let's get into the in. news here a little bit we're going to talk about the MLB first. We got a lot of big signings as we kind of expected after the lockout was done. Can I go? Can I say one thing on these? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Chris Bryant is now going to become super irrelevant. Oh, see, I think it's the, I think it's the opposite. Dude. Nobody goes to the Rockies to have a career comeback. Chris Bryant going to the rock. We'll talk about it in a second. Chris Bryant is going to, I mean, we'll start there. Chris Bryant to the Rockies first signing. I think it's going to be insane. I think he's going to drop like the 40 tanks this year in that mountain I, air. I mean, it's going to be great for his stats, but I think Chris Bryant going to Colorado just means they just pay, uh, paid out the ass to be a fun looking last place team. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm with your ass. Oh, hundred percent. I don't think they're going to get any success. Yeah. No. That's why I'm like, he's just, he just went to irrelevance. Especially not in that, especially not in that division. Um, but I just, it, I'm, it, it's I'm waiting. Great. Go ahead, Russ. Him going to Colorado is going to be great for his stats. I just wish, like, I wish, like, as a player, you'd start, like, seeing some players just go for some championships. I mean, you like, do, right? You I'm going to see, see some pay cuts. Smile, you kind of have that with, maybe with the Dodgers a little bit. Yeah, speaking mm. of, uh, four signings for the Dodgers, all pitchers in the last couple of days. Tyler oh. Anderson, 
Dustin May. Dustin May. Uh, or no, these are just transactions. I'm dumb. Are this you not going to mention the big one with the Dodgers? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to find this full list, but we'll talk about the Dodgers signing that uh, made my dad text me that he was going to burn all of his Braves gear. Uh, the Dodgers have signed Freddie Freeman to fill their hole at first base, um, pretty much widely regarded as the best first baseman in baseball. And yep. uh, one of the major reasons the Braves won the World Series last year. On his way to L.A., Dodgers continually every single season seeming to get the number one uh, free agent choice without really getting a whole lot of World Series behind them. But hey. I don't like the, <laughs> yeah, they're like doing what the Yankees year. did early in the '90s to '80s, but like just not shitty the results. And, yeah, and what like the Yankees keep, the let, let's not let, let the Yankees <laughs> get away with this, and what the Yankees keep doing to no success over the past couple of seasons, um, and continue to do again this year, adding another slugger. They brought Josh Donaldson to New York, and guess Tribute. what? They're just bringing a, they're just bringing another uh, 35 home run, 150 strikeout guy onto their roster, so. It was it really funny. Hurts. They posted a picture of him, Aaron Judge, and um, I can't remember who else it was on Twitter. And it was like, oh, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you see the picture of these three in the Yankees uniforms and everyone was just like 400-plus strikeouts? What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's sad to be like a low-income ball club because now you're just like a farm team. Carlos Correa also heading to the Twin Cities. Uh that was one I saw. They're going to be fans. good. The AL Central is going to be fun this year. AL Central will be good. That was the one signing Korea to the Twins that I saw a bunch of people making fun of the Yankees for. Like, gosh, how dare you overpay for an old and injured Josh Donaldson instead of Korea? Instead of Korea. Uh, Schwarber also heading to Philadelphia. That's going to be a big boost for that lineup. My favorite fucking signing of the week, though, just came out earlier today. Trevor Story. Heading to Boston on a six-year deal. That infield now of Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, Trevor Story, and uh, Big Bob the Heartthrob, Bobby Dahlbeck over at first base, in my opinion, set up to be one of the best offensive uh, infields in baseball this year. Cannot wait. We are three, no, just over a week away from, no, 10 days. 12 days away from opening day. Cannot opening wait. Day. Um, we're going to have a shortened spring break, but hey, who really – or spring break, spring training, but hey, who really cares? We get to the season faster. Let's hop into the rest of the news. Um, Dead Space confirmed. Hold on. Before you go into, like, video games, oh, yeah. can we talk about the AFC West right now? AFC West. Hey, and we haven't talked about it either yet, Caleb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about our guy. We talked about it. Yeah, you, got, you, like, you wrote out all – you wrote, you wrote all your MLB shit, but I want to talk about some football and some March Madness. All right, let's do it. <laughs> like, not that I don't think MLB is like prime time right now, but we do have a massive tournament going on right now. Both men we and do women. have a massive tournament going on right now. I thought we were going to talk about it in the what we've been watching, but we did not. Let's hop into it. Because it's, we've got it's, some, it's, crazy, some crazy upsets. Sports. Crazy sports. All right, so let's stick with the NCAA first. Let's just rock it in with some college students. What the fuck, St. Petersburg? <laughs> Dude, I think Kentucky is my champion. Yeah, single-handedly destroyed people's brackets this year. <laughs> I got one last, guy in the league. Last yeah. year we got UMBC. This one's even crazier. I think it was um, between them and Kentucky. I think it was Kentucky spends 18 times what they do on their basketball program every year. 
it was the, the, they they put the number comparison it was just egregious like saint petersburg is also like a uh, street yeah like it's did, not like a university no did you street. see the picture of their gym i mean <laughs> yeah, it's literally I it's, like, it's just a high school gym it's a high school gym it's their like my high and not like a great high school gym nope right nope not at all yeah it you is know, ridiculous so the funny part of all this i every year I'll do one or two March Madness brackets and I'm in a family league and every year I am always the last place team. Yep. And I am within one day, I am going to be guaranteed last place again. Yeah. Well, how are you supposed to know that Kentucky would lose it to a 15 seed? Yep. I honestly, like nobody had that one picked. Like I have a couple like 11 double digits over a singles, but never that. And then, like, the crazy thing is, like, in the past, like, I would go without their crazy pitch for my champion because everyone would pick the same team. But it's like, now I actually make a reasonable pick, and then I get screwed. Yep. Yeah. I think everyone uh, – I'm included in this, but I have Gonzaga to win it all. Like, that's my pick, and I feel I like also, a lot of people have, have that choice. I also have Gonzaga as my champion. We'll see who ends up doing it, but they seem like the heavy favorite now that Kentucky's not in it. Well, not Kentucky's not it. They still got to face Kansas. That's, yeah. that's on the opposite side of the bracket. But like, still, um, the big games I think Gonzaga's going to have is Duke and Kansas. Duke, lo- Duke really being the big one. It's why I love college basketball and college baseball more than I like college football. I think <clears throat> it's just because you have the teams. You know, Gonzaga at this point is a powerhouse team in college basketball, but yeah, like they're not a powerhouse school. They're a like no. private religious school. They're just fucking mad good uh, at basketball. Yeah. Private Jesuit? Jesuit, yeah. I think. They're Jesuit. Yeah, Jesuit school. I, they're just, used to live in Spokane, and the fan base there is, like, there's no crazy. other sport. There's there no is. no other sport. Yeah. It, it honestly is insane if you talk to somebody that's from around that area or spends a lot of time in that area, just how into it that entire area is into Gonzaga basketball. It's not it's, even just Spokane. It's, like, all of Washington, oh, Chile, all of northern all of Eastern, Idaho. Yeah, eastern all Washington. Of, all of, yeah. like, northern Oregon. They're just all super into Gonzaga. <laughs> Well, there's nothing like, I mean, first of all, Washington doesn't have a basketball team. Yep. So it's like Oregon and Oregon state were not, I mean, Oregon wasn't a college basketball town until very recently. Oregon state hasn't been a college basketball powerhouse since the eighties. Yeah. Gary Payne era. Um, Even though we did make the tournament, even though we did make the tournament, shout out to us, but I mean like still like it's not this year at three and 28, but Hey, yeah. Consistency is key. So like, that's the thing. So it's like, we get just been doing it. We get to hang in a lead eight banner in our. Yeah, in goddamn our, right we do. Goddamn right we do. Uh, goddamn like, right still, we do. This, the, the, the fact that it remains, it's like the only consistent basketball winner over there. And men's it's basketball. Like Portland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like Portland. And then you have, uh, yeah, it's men's basketball. And then Gonzaga. And then women's basketball is actually pretty dominant across the yeah. board. Like University of Oregon. The Pacific OSU, Northwest owns women's basketball at this point. Gonzaga, oh, yeah. um, UW, like all those schools up in the yeah. in the even Washington State University for women's basketball yeah. comes up and makes some makes some makes some runs. But like it's like for men's basketball, it's like Gonzaga and then Trailblazers. Like you either like to get some good basketball, you gotta watch one of the once other. in a, once in a blue moon, Oregon's good. But yeah. every and single then, year they're top it, ten for some reason. Despite but paying like, for that insane stadium. Yeah, Oregon and OSU kind of trade off who goes to the finals. They've never both been in the finals at the same time. Um, But, yeah, for, like, that's the interesting thing about basketball right now. But, uh, man, St. Petersburg is just on a tear. Um, Joe Biden had Delaware to win it all. And I'm sorry, Joe, but they lost early on. 
I respect um, that. That's what he's got to do. Same with uh, I, same with yeah. Obama always picking whatever team was closest it, to Chicago. It, that was it's him. like yeah. us picking Oregon State if they make it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like this is what I want to happen. This yeah. is like my expectation. My reality bracket is much different. I can't wait for the day it lines up to. It's gonna be a while from now, but some like kid that grew up on tiktok becomes president and just picks some 15 seed to run the entire thing and it matches up with the cinderella for the year i can't wait for like the president showing up at the final four to watch to support a 15 seed that he's never heard of before the tournament starts do you mean like so you're saying like the president of the united states yeah like like somehow just ungodly picks like his team to win it all they pick some they pick some random 15 seed you know, not even like one that they went to, but some random 15 seed that yeah. ends, that ends up being the Cinderella run of the tournament. That'll be yeah. so fun. That would Granted, be, hopefully, be... at this to make it more fun, hopefully the rest of the world isn't on fire at the same time, and they can actually like enjoy it and like go to the games and stuff. What are you but, talking about, man? The world's always on fire every year. You can go every single decade of a year, and that's the thing. That's like the love I love about like the news is like this is the worst like worst era ever. I'm like literally, we go back 10 years and y'all are saying the same shit. We go same back shit. another 20 years, y'all are saying the same shit then. And then the same thing is like every new generation is the worst generation ever. And like it's exactly what your parents said about the baby boomers. It's what the baby boomers said about Gen X. Gen X is about Gen Z. And it's like it's like what are we talking? About? What are we doing here, guys? What the fuck are we doing here? It's the same uh, shit. New Year's. Speaking of sports and uh, the biggest people in it, though, Tom Brady's back. We knew Dude, it was, he was happening. He we was... knew it was happening. He was retired for like twelve <laughs> seconds. Dude, He's back. Count. Colin Especially Coward with the Ronaldo the video. Best, honestly, Kyle Coward gave the best like reasons why he came back. And did you guys see this? I know you guys don't like watching him, but I saw it on TikTok. And I, I did honestly, see it. I, I kind of think I was like, he was ho- he was like he was home for two months, figured out his kids were at school a majority of the day, and Giselle is working all the time. And he was thought he was coming. He back was just bored. House full of kids, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. he was just fucking bored. And I was like, I'm like, that's honestly probably what happened. Where he's like. He's like, why did I like? Why did I stop doing this? Like, oh, I mean, I, look, I, look at like dads when they're or just people in general when they retire, they find like some hobby, right? Yeah. Tom's hobby like, for the past thirty years has been football. football. He was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, let me yeah. just go play more football. There's His kids been some... are old enough to where he doesn't need to be around all the time. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. There, uh, there have been some great memes about Tom coming out of retirement. Like, there was one where it was a. Uh, Gas prices were so high. Tom unretired. Oh, <laughs> That's good. That's actually pretty good. Um, and then <laughs> another one's like, how, another one was like, how shitty must Tom's kids be if he was retired for forty days and said, "Fuck this." Dude, the dude that paid what fifty thousand or five hundred thousand no, for his last five hundred was like five hundred thirteen thousand <laughs> for his last football. Dude, that football just dropped in price down to like maybe fifteen thousand. Yeah. Oh maybe. god, yeah. Maybe. And what's funny though is like I told I was talking to my dad about this. I'm like, it'll probably regain value in the next 20 to 30 years just mm-hmm. for the meme ability. The meme oh, value yeah. of it. Yeah. Yep. The meme value for being the infamous ball. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, there was um Brady's doing something now with uh I think it's FTX, the crypto company, where he's saying something like, let's uh give a bitcoin to the guy who bought that football, the yeah. five hundred thousand dollar football, and donate it to the charity of his choice or something. So like they're 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 doing like they're trying to make a positive spin on it. I mean, it's not really Brady's fault for him screwing that guy over. Um, it's, it's not Brady's fault that he dropped. It's, not, it's not completely. It's not. It's not Brady's fault that he unretired. It is, but it's like one hundred percent Brady's actions that made that value <laughs> of that ball oh, yeah. go down. I just don't think it's his fault though, because I'm like you and spend it, your money how you choose on art, and that's what happens to art pieces. Yeah, and it's also crazy. Brady comes back, and then all these free agents that 
the Bucks thought we were going to lose, like they start resigning, like re-signing. they all, like you know, look, 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 I'll take less money. Let's go, let's go chase some rings. Oh, I got another year with the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, sure, let's go get another ring. Yeah, and then the how? Ever. Yeah, and then all of a sudden everyone leave. There are a bunch of memes too, because everyone's leaving the NFC to go to AFC. Yeah, and people are saying Tom Brady comes back and everyone <laughs> leaves the NFC. Which is honestly now it's like you did you guys see the the was it power line? I'm gonna say it's the power line, the straight line, straight line, the straight line bet for Tampa to win the Super Bowl before his unretirement. Yeah, twenty seven hundred plus. Now seven hundred. Yep, immediate <laughs> drop. There was drop. some. From- there <laughs> was some interesting bits where the Vegas line started moving closer and closer, like the days leading up to Tom's unretirement like because it was what you said it was 2700 something the bucks odds to win the super bowl and then yeah. it jumped up to like 1300 yeah. new still hadn't been announced but it was it's kind of like did someone in vegas know something somebody in vegas definitely knew something. i definitely yeah. feel like somebody smelled something and they knew something going on because vegas yeah. finds out that shit real fast but like yeah. it, it was just interesting to see how like that like one one player one player literally one guy one dude changed the entire odds of the football team and it's like it's funny. It's like because it's like you can see we've seen players like immediately change a franchise. Like Tom Brady's probably like the most recent example. But Khalil Mack was the Chicago Bears when he first got there. Yeah, immediate impact, and nobody thought that when they because it's like it's a defensive player. You don't think that's going to happen insanely, but wow, that was insane. But like, can we talk about the AFC West just going fucking off and getting every quarterback they could possibly get their hands on? Yeah, everybody's <laughs> playing in that division now. Yeah. Everybody goes over there. Denver picks up Russell Wilson. They still got Justin Herbert. They still got Patrick Holmes. They still got Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in the entire. There's a great point. Someone made a funny joke. It said Derek Carr is the best quarterback to ever be the worst quarterback in his division. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the, that's the, that's the, I was the same. Like Derek Carr is not even like a bad quarterback too. He's just got like three hall of famers now in his like. Yeah. Yeah, he has three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in his division. Yeah, and Joseph uh, Herbert, I'm sure. giving a lot of credit. Like, I'm giving a lot of credit to him early on, but I feel like he might become a Philip Rivers kind of quarterback or a Dan Marino kind of deal. He's got to start pumping kids out if he wants to hit Phil's level. Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. I, I was talking about stats. <laughs> but, uh, Those are stats, too. Those are stats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then the other crazy thing is, like, we're seeing the Jacksonville Jaguars acquire over, overpay. Like, what, what money – is Jacksonville making that I'm not aware about? Like Jacksonville's weird, man. They always have been. I feel like sixty-eight million dollars for a four-year deal. Remember, with Christian, Christian Kirk. Remember when Jacksonville was in the champ uh, championship round? What, like three years ago? Two years ago? Yeah, yeah. The, with that, fucking Blake Bortles. Like, yeah, twenty eighteen was. It's just insane. Like I get that they wanted to make their team better for Trevor Lawrence. That they wanted to try and go. And get good signings for Trevor Lawrence, protect him, keeping Cam Robinson fine, franchise tag on him, but then getting Brandon Scherf was a good sign. Now they're just overpaying for guys like Christian Kirk. That contract Christian is Kirk? stupid. He's yeah. wide receiver two or three on the Arizona Cardinals. It's yeah, exactly <clears throat> immense amount of contract. Don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Christian Kirk fan, but like you're he's paying worth- more than Chris Godwin than Mike Evans. Yeah, he's not worth that money. And then they also go out and they overpay for a tight end from like what the Giants or something like that, who doesn't have a lot of like yardage, yeah, reception wise. Like he's offensively not nothing. He's null and void. 
And then they also get another wide receiver that's supposed to be like their aired out guy, and he doesn't have like an amazing stat list. If this guy is pulling some Belichick stuff that I don't know about, super interested to see how this works out. But I don't even know the name of the head coach for Jacksonville right now. Neither do I. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Anything else on sports before we hop into the rest of this news list? Just got Gonzaga going all the way. That's all I need to know. Great to have Gonzaga Tom back. Gonzaga to the chip. Great to yeah. have Tom back. Now, dude, the crazy part is football's now, better like, with Tom Brady. Yeah, it is. Now Absolutely the thing is, is, though, it's like I feel like the NFC, like it's an obvious winner for the NFC now. Like I just know exactly who's going to make it. Like I'm like Tampa Bay. Like yep. NFC is now completely cleared out. I think Arizona Cardinals have another good shot at it. Um, but now you look at the AFC, it's just like, fuck if I know, man. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC now. A lot but of good the teams. AFC is so hard. I think someone made a great point. We watched that AFC playoff game between the Chiefs and the Bills, and mm. teams saw what great quarterbacks do and like what level of quarterback you need to be relevant. And they just went all out. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's hop into uh, some miscellaneous news really quick. I don't know if you guys are big fans of the dead space series, but you are fans of horror games uh, or horror in general. Dead Space, dead space remake confirmed for 2023. I hate these games and will not be playing them again. But there's only one I'm way. I'm very play dead happy space. for the Dead Space fans, and that's with surround sound or headset, center of your living room or bedroom, lights off at nighttime. This is the only way that you should play this game. It's the only acceptable way that you should be playing this game. Why? Because it's fucking terrifying. It is and it's fucking amazing. Horrifying. It is amazing. Yeah, I used to play this game with my friends. We'd all come over. It was not, not like a lot of us, but like one friend or another or two. And we'd all be playing this game and nothing was better than all of us just trying to freak each other out. It's, it's an absolutely terrifying game. Uh, I, all three I love, of them are. It's I, I great. Love, it's good. Yeah. I love, yeah. I, I love horror, like horror mystery games or horror first person shooters. Um, not a big Resident Evil fan. I find those ones just kind of. I'm in the same boat as you are. Yeah, but like the, it, when they get more interesting, I feel like they get a better dynamic. Um, Caleb will never play any of these games, nor will nope. he watch a horror movie. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, you're like my dad. Like Multiverse my of Madness gift, is the closest I will come to a horror movie. Like, dude, my like birthday wish one year was to get my dad to watch a horror movie, and my dad had to <laughs> buy. My dad was like, my dad owned a. He's like, I honestly I gave him much respect because he like was like followed the rules of the birthday wish, and I was like, I was like, all right. He's like, I just, I just, like, I can watch him. I just choose not to because I don't need not. to be freaked I'm out. I'm the same way. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, run <laughs> screaming from the room. But, like, I just don't get enjoyment out of being scared. Dude, I don't know why. Me and my sister are fucked up. We love watching horror movies. We love My sister loves shit. them. True crime. I just, like, I don't know. I think, I, it's think also, it's a, I think it's a very, like, binary thing. I think every, almost everyone in the world is either, like, very much against horror or, like, it's one of their favorite genres. I think it's got so got to do to like I think it also shows occupational awareness as well. Like I'm like that's like these are a huge adrenaline junkie kind of deal, right? A horror True. movie. And then if you look at my occupation in comparison to yours, yep. which one do you get the most adrenaline out of? True. Yeah. Not that we both don't get fulfillment or we both like, <laughs> providing to society. I'm just like one of us is doing something really stupid while the other person's actually like just kind of writing a book and being chill. And I'm like that's very true to our characters and personalities as well. I mean. Stupid, maybe not the best way to describe yours, but hey, dude, I mean, they're strapping my ass to a rocket. Like, you, if you really think about it, and it, mind you, this is, like, this is open source. Like, this isn't classified or anything. They train us three weeks on the ground, and then right after that, we start doing flights. Yeah, three three weeks, and we're the, our expectation of knowledge and care, and like knowledge and expectation of what we're supposed to be doing 
is that equivalent of someone who's been flying for a year and we have <laughs> six flights to do that i was like sitting there i was like man this is like stupid if you on paper like this is dumb learn on the go type shit <laughs> it is i was like this is dumb it's like we should be dying but we're not luckily because the training's really good some big news in the streaming world hbo max and discovery plus will be combined into one streaming service uh did anyone this i think kind of a response i think hbo sees disney as it's i mean as it probably should sees disney plus as it's like number one competitor i don't think any of the streaming services are shooting for netflix at this point no netflix is so far ahead and it's so different because it's also like it was its own streaming service then it started producing content where it's like all these other ones produce content then they became streaming service yep so different entries into the game right but netflix is also more casual i think yeah, it's also easier access to. Yeah. I feel like more people know about Netflix than they do about Disney Plus or HBO Max. That being said, sure, yeah, it's going to start losing its crown sooner, uh, sooner or later. But like at the moment now, it's still the most relevant, trendy thing to do. I just, think, yeah, which makes sense why HBO went for Discovery Plus because Disney Plus already has Nat Geo rolled up with it. Yeah. They already and have then, their kind of documentary side. Yeah, and then Netflix also has a lot of like... Uh, planet self-made Earth docs self- yeah self-made document uh and documentaries and like a lot of documentaries just go to netflix like that's the thing that like people yeah. just go to netflix first before they go to nat geo or discovery yeah. um i can't remember it wasn't discovery with the one that bought hbo or is it or was it the other way around no, no other HBO way around Fox. other way around. hbo all right cool because i thought it is when i read it first i thought it was discovery plus buys hbo max and i was like where the fuck did discovery have this money yeah. That was like when I heard Buffalo Wild Wings like bought something else. Bought, like, Ar- Ar- no, it was Arby's, Arby's bought Buffalo bought Wild Wings. Wild Wings. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where yeah. the fuck did Arby's have $1.2 billion just sitting around? Yeah. And, and you're like, I did not know they were that big. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely going to keep them in competition in terms of just um, documentaries. Yeah, like, kind of adding that. Because I mean, Nat, HBO didn't have that. Nat. It doesn't have a Nat Geo. It doesn't yeah. have a documentary. And um, now they have, I mean, arguably... They have more cartoons on HBO than they do on Disney. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you're right. I think so. Um, so they've got like, like shows. Yeah, like yeah. just ra- just random cartoons that you can pull up. They have the entire back catalog of Cartoon Network on HBO. Yep. Um. So like, I mean, and if, you're a, include- if you're a parent looking for like one streaming service to get for your your whole family, HBO is maybe the most like appealing right now because they've got stuff yeah. for your kids they've got uh, nerd got shit. they've got Lord like the, the hardcore anime. hbo stuff and then they've yeah. got uh they've got ghibli and <clears throat> cartoon network also it's and now they're range. adding documentaries it's got range yeah i think uh and also with disney bringing on the old netflix like the marvel netflix the ma content and having them and having them have to put in uh children thing is now bringing them up to that level but hbo max is so far ahead in that content though Let's talk about the fucking nerds at the Parents Television Council for a second, talking about how this was a de- like a black mark on Disney as a whole, on like the great family values brand that is Disney. Putting, Wait, which one? Oh, putting putting the- all of the Defender shows on Disney and requiring a like parental override. Like, for fuck's sake, it takes two clicks, literally two clicks. To put a parental override on your account. I just parent so your kids hard. a little bit, you fucking assholes. Just I put was, in a I little effort. I was just so funny because I was like, I'm like, Disney is no longer that family valued company that used to be my day. And I was like, fucking finally. 
Like, yeah. you know how stupid it is? Like, and I'm like, as a kid, I thought it was dumb. Like, also, like, Simba murdered his, murdered his uncle. Simba's yep. uncle murdered his dad. Like, it's this, Hamlet. It's it is literally Hamlet. It yeah, is not yeah. like it's like it's that is like everything. It's a Shakespeare tragedy. You know what happens in a Shakespeare tragedy? Every fucking dies. Every, dies. Everybody. That's like literally a, a joke. Every like, single Disney movie forever has been about like uh, romance and like love. So it's Beauty and another Beast, thing Stockholm's that you're syndrome. not talking about in Stockholm. Literally, Beauty and the Beast. It's literally, like yeah. you're not Open talking sense. about great things. Beauty? You Open just sense. don't understand them and are putting them in front of your kids because they're animated. Cinderella changing yeah. who you are for somebody else. Sleeping Blue Beauty doesn't consent to the kiss. Whatever, yeah. Uh, Cinderella <laughs> and she doesn't. Cinderella and Little Mermaid, both of them, change drastically change their appearance and physical well-being to appeal to another male. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is not like a good standard. I you guys don't under you. None of the parents have television council understands anything Disney's been putting out. No they just like them no. because they're fucking animated. Snow White home invasion. First yep. of all, she yep. just fucking walks into seven people's house. Those guys are living. They're living fine, and then now it's like. Fucking like white girl just walks in, <laughs> just like fucking owns the place because she's a foot and, taller than everybody. And if we want to talk she's about it, like taller. Peter Dinklage has uh, has a great rant about the problematics of that movie as well. Yeah, yeah, he can go. He can have that rant. I'm not going to try to rant for him. Not, not but our rant. He but I was like, that. still like, I was like, I'm like, she also, I'm like, cause just because she's like two feet taller than everyone in that fucking house, she's yeah. just going to run the place. He's just like, in That's charge. Up. Yeah. <laughs> These are the same people that are probably upset that Halle Bailey got casted. As the live action mermaid, uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Yep, exactly. Her name's uh, Holly Bailey. Holly Bailey. Yep, very, very so close, close to, to Holly Berry. Hey, I know this is so close to Holly Berry. Uh, let's talk about speaking of actresses. Sydney Sweeney cast alongside Dakota Johnson in the Madam Web movie over at Sony. Maybe I find out. What maybe the, the most is. like sexually charged <laughs> cast yeah, of all like, time. I was like looking at this. I was like, "Hey, what's this going to be rated?" Like, rated yeah, <laughs> like hey, for real. Um, star-studded cast too, and these are like, is, is like sexually appealing as both these characters have been in previous entries with uh, Fifty Shades Grey and then Euphoria. Yeah, both great actresses, by the way. Like, oh yeah, Outs- outside of their work in you know what we're referring to here, like incredible actresses in general, but like recent recent uh, roles that they've been in. Sydney Sweeney gets like I feel like she gets a bad rap, but she's exceedingly intelligent. Yeah, Have you guys like heard her stories about how she became an actress. Yeah, PowerPoint figure eight. She's awesome. Five mm-hmm. year plan, wrote it all out, fucking executed it. I'm like she is on like it's like obviously with her early contracts, I think she might have messed up with like the nudity thing because she now kind of regrets it. Kind of part of the gig I understand coming yeah. out as an unnamed actress, um, but now she's fighting that a lot and she's getting it her way. Um, but definitely, like, super cool to see somebody go and, like, have a five-year plan, present it to their parents. It's not, like, acting's not a typical thing. It's not a successful thing. It's not a consistent thing. Yep. So to have that and go out and execute. And follow actually, through like, on it. Really impressive. Pretty, pretty admirable. Like, yeah, I yeah. run into people like that in the military, like, just because that's, like, but, like, nobody bats an eye. Like, when you say your 10-year plan is to go to the Naval Academy and then go fly a helicopter and then become a captain. And, like, no one's going to be like, eh. Yeah, you really shouldn't be doing that. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, it's the obvious. You're like, yeah, good for you. But if my kid came up to me with a five-year t- plan to become an actor, I'd be like, honestly, like this is a very sketchy career. But the fact <laughs> you have a five-year plan is actually like a really good thing. Really impressive, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, another bit on the Sony verse, as I'm starting to call it, maybe uh, Spider-Man himself does not exist in the no, universe I, of the Morbius movie that is coming out. I Sony. thought for mm. sure I saw a quote that said there's a Spider-Man that exists in every universe from the director. Specifically, mm. the Morbius one. There is not a Spider-Man. Well, yeah, maybe here we go. Maybe there's a man spider. Sorry, I'm oh, does ex- I am so does dumb. Exist. It says does exist. I am dumb. Spider-Man does exist. Yeah, I just like this is like we were talking about the the run path. This option. this leads more. This leads more into what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, which I thought we were, this was weird that it wasn't going to be okay. Ross and I were talking about how it's like is this? He asked me, like, did you? Yeah, asked me, like, is the Sony verse? Is this take? Is Morbius taking place in the MCU? I'm like, no, it's a Sony verse option. Yeah, to yeah. MCU. So it's like they're gonna run the play in the Sony verse if it makes money. Then they're gonna run it into the MCU, and they're gonna make more money. It's how they get do this. It's like a, it's like beta testing stuff. It's like it's like Major League Baseball feedback. trying out the new rules in the minor leagues. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a honestly, it's a smart way as a studio to go about it. Um, and I think as like I think it's really good because you don't like you know you don't end up messing up the MCU with like another bad thing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like that, and then MCU has like MCU fucking sucks now, man sucks to be the mcu you know how much like of a banger you have to constantly put it out they have to put out great movies every single time the eternals it's like it's not a bad movie it's the worst movie right now for like the mcu list yeah granted besides thor 2 and like the other thors um i I wouldn't even put it that low but i get your point yeah it's just not like i mean you got like it got wedged between like what shang chi and no way home yeah shang chi and no way home and then also you have Multiverse of Madness coming out, and it's all within yeah. the six month period, and it's the worst one of all four of those. Yep, by yeah. like a huge margin too, not even questionable. Man, sucks is I'm with you. I I don't dislike Eternals. I think no, it's a solid I, movie. I, I actually like that movie. movie. I like what it does for the MCU a lot too, and expanding it. Broadened. Yes, I agree. Yeah, but like it's like it's like when you got home run hitters, you can't be you can't be hitting singles. Like that's yep. the thing. Like no one's gonna appreciate the single. That's that's fair. Um, go out of. We're gonna go out of order a little bit here. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon just bought MGM Studios this week for eight and a half billion dollars. Uh, MGM Studios, their biggest movies this year: uh, House of Gucci, Licorice Pizza, uh, Adam's Family, No Time to Die, Candyman. Like, put out some bangers this year. Put yeah. out some big movies. Amazon Studios comes in with an eight and a half billy checkbook. And it's, yeah, it's they, just they another thing now in Bond. It's, it's just another thing, like HBO Max, I Discovery. It's just another, like, it's it, another yeah. stone in content, the Infinity Gauntlet. Content, content, and, content. Amazon's taking a little bit of, of a different route, though, because Amazon Studios themselves make a lot of... Amazon Studios already makes a lot of Oscar-ish type movies, right? They make I mean, a lot... Yeah. They make Manchester by the Sea. This year, they yeah. made uh, The Tender Bar. Like, they make a lot of kind TV of more... Yeah, they make a lot of yeah. more like high critic kind of movies, and now they're adding MGM to that, which also kind of fills the same area, right? They have the blockbusters, but they also, you know, throw the Oscar the Oscar bait out there every once in a while too. Yeah, you know, get, House of Gucci like was Licorice Pizza, House of Gucci. House those of Gucci ones. was supposed to be an Oscar bait movie until it sucked. Um, I haven't watched it. I want to, but I don't. You really don't need it. to. Oh, that's it's, so sad. Yeah. It. I'm a big fan it, of Adam Driver. It's a great Adam Driver's the only good part of that movie. All right, well I'll watch it because I watched all of Star Wars for that. So <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. Uh where am I going now? Oh, Harry Potter. 
Daniel Daniel Radcliffe says he is not interested in reprising the Harry, the role of Harry Potter for the Cursed Child movie when he Good. was asked. Um, he did have a like continuing quote where he was like, "Yeah, I mean, look at Star Wars; they didn't bring back the original actors for twenty or thirty years." Which is a good point. Also, I think the main, if I had to guess, the main reason he doesn't want to do it is because the Cursed Child is just not very good. Like the actual story of it, not very good. I hear the play is super fun to watch because of all the effects that they have and stuff. But the actual story of it, not my favorite Harry Potter content. What is my favorite Harry Potter content or has a chance to be with how good it looks Hogwarts Legacy dropped yep. a 15-minute kind of walkthrough on what the game looks like, what the gameplay looks like, what the story looks like during State of Play, and it looks so fucking good. I still, <laughs> I, I still haven't seen it yet. I've only seen stills from it. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually very excited for this. It, it's a full 15-minute video where they go through, like, it's full character customization. You can make your character look like whatever you want. It has no connection to, like, the Harry Potter storyline. <coughs> you're dealing with a similar type thing where you're going against this group of evil wizards, but it is set in the 19th century, so pretty much none of the characters you know will be showing up. Which is good. Um, which is good. Uh, you get full customization. It seems like You'll get to choose what house you're in, what house you're sorted into based on some questions from the sorting hat. Um, yeah. And then after that, it looks like it is a fully explorable, not only Hogwarts and not only the secret passages within Hogwarts, but the entire grounds. It looks like you're going to get to explore the Forbidden Forest and all the grounds around Hogwarts. And it looks like, at least from my kind of understanding from the trailer, basically like what classes you take in Hogwarts will kind of decide what kind of mate like wizard you are like you'll get to decide which classes you take and you'll use those kind of magic and that kind of magic in the game which seems really cool that's interesting there's an interesting um power tree dynamic that they got yeah it's a really cool role-playing <laughs> game dynamic uh that kind of can only be pulled off in a game like this where you're attending a school right yeah it kind of makes sense um so it's set far before the time that, of, yeah 19th century uh -huh. late 19th no, it's gonna century be interesting. so we're not even gonna like we're gonna hit like prequel easter eggs rather than post equal traits yeah. yeah so you'll so get to see like the rumor requirements there right you get to go into the room requirement and it'll change based on different times in the game i'm sure um mm -hmm. you'll get to see a lot of the areas you know like a lot of it looks like it's going to be in hogsmeade also so you get to explore that town of hogsmeade a little more or village of hogsmeade dumbledore in terms doesn't of, exist as our yeah. headmaster? No. Nope. McGonagall? No. Nope. As nope. far as like people you know, no, almost none of the characters are going to be around. Which I think that's right. fine. Create its own independent story. Yeah. <clears throat> makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I'm like this, really I'm, excited for this game, man. For something like this, it, I'm excited because I know it hasn't this been pushed back a few times. It did. It got. It was supposed to be released um, late last year, and it got pushed back. And I know some like this, it, there's probably a good chance that they put in a lot of little cool details. Especially, yeah, with, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of very cool details. It seems like one of the things that they added from these newer movies, the Fantastic Beast movies, is you're going to have like your own kind of area you can go to, kind of like how Newt, you can, he can climb inside of his briefcase and go to that different kind of world. It seems like you're going to have a similar sort of area you can go to and design all to yourself, which seems yeah. really cool. Wow. Well. 
You ever just right, feel like a parent? Get, before we get too far away from the baseball stuff, I just saw some kind of some cool uh, throwback to Oregon State type stuff for us to talk about. Just want to give a shout yeah. out to Brandon Isert. Yeah, I know we're already kind of far away from the baseball stuff, but I just saw so it. So far away from the baseball stuff. Yeah, we're bringing it back a little bit. Brandon Isert, former Oregon State <laughs> pitcher. Um, he's at Blue Jay Spring Training right now. He's kind of, you know, last get, one of the last guys on their spring training roster. Gets put into a game yesterday, bottom of the ninth. Runners on base. Comes in, not really expected to do a whole lot. He's a closing pitcher in college. Comes in, gets three strikeouts, strikes out the side. Just want to give a shout out to a former Beave, hopefully hitting his stride in the pros. Alec gives him a little salute, and we're off. Um, let's talk about DC. To, you're gonna have to tell everybody that <laughs> DC's making a uh, Kite Man spinoff show in the give style me, of Cheers. Give me unknown shitty comedy really characters excited about this. and make up to live action i'm this so excited it is so good i can't believe they're doing this i was just like i'm like man condiment man's coming next after i heard kite man got a show yeah. like i'm like and these are these are some shitty superheroes let's be honest yeah. like oh dc not that marvel doesn't but dc has a plethora of just yeah. weird fucking shitty superheroes removable arm man <laughs> yeah polka dot man condiment man Kite man, dude. Not every one of Batman's rogues gallery is a fucking winner. Okay, let's just add that to the scene. I love <laughs> they're trying not. to make these smaller, not winners, be successful or be funny. <laughs> dude, so what they're running did, with they the joke. Oh, yeah, they're taking. They're they're running like instead of a uh, uh, supers made them made them top tier. They're running with like what Marvel's doing with the TV shows right now too, of just like making. WandaVision is a fucking sitcom for four episodes of different eras of sitcoms. Like, it's just cool. It's good. And, and we were WandaVision all talking about how WandaVision needed a fucking Cheers episode. They did. They really, they really did. did. Well, it's like the dynamic of WandaVision is like a married couple, so it doesn't work out in Cheers. Because, like, I don't think you see very married couples. Well, I, ne- I needed, like, upset vision of set at Wanda going to the town bar oh, for going an episode. To the bar? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then he finds Norm. Yeah, I would. I would love it if they paid the actor Dorm to come back, and he's like, yeah. so, he's like Dorm or something like that, some other kind of name. Yeah, uh, like, Dorm. Oh, it would have been great. Um, but yeah, just weird shit like this. This is how DC makes like their comeback. They, they, you know, we keep saying like dark, right? What we really uh, mean is weird. What we really mean is different, different from what different. the MCU is doing, right? Like yeah, do don't, do weird fun shit. Yeah, it's just like do Peacemaker thing. Yeah, Peacemaker was great. It was weird. DC television um, gets it. Yeah, DC movies. TV. Movies. They've over. always gotten it. Yeah, it's just like, they get the Dark Knight. They get Batman really well. Every yeah. other superhero, they just like trip over. I mean, Wonder Woman, they got right the first one. And then the second one, I tried so They've hard. Just got the, DC's got the power problem, man. They've got, they've got <sighs> too many of their big name superheroes are just too, too fucking strong. Like the Do only people that can fight some all of their big name superheroes are interdimensional gods. Yeah, Superman is like probably the last character you should probably bring in. Actually, you know what he really is? He just needs to be like Give Bruce me Banner. DC without Superman. Yeah. Straight up. If you want to bring Superman in, have him be like American alien, like really human Superman that can't do a whole lot of shit. Make him super strong and make him able to fly, but don't give him like laser vision, don't give him, you know, frost breath, whatever it's called. I mean, I think they did well. It, the Eternals did well with Icarus and like yeah. kind of lowering his OP. 
even though he has like super similar powers to Superman, he's he is vulnerable. Superman. He can fly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just can't do. I don't think he has super strength. I think all of them have super strength. Yeah, I think they all have like a certain level of super strength. Yeah, yeah they just got to nerf that super strength a little bit, and um, I don't know, maybe maybe make them not know how to do heat vision for like a couple couple yeah. couple ups movies. That's um, honestly like some of the fun about Superman too is watching him develop those things. Like, give me a give me a Superman movie where he stra- he starts out and he's just really strong. Like, he can't even fly. I would love give it me if they 16 had like a year old uh, 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 Clark Kent. Yeah, sixteen year old Clark Kent. I was like, you're struggling that. Yeah. Um, you know what would be funny is like they just actually did just do a younger Superman. Like he just didn't know how to have his powers. Like Batman, Woman, like Batman obviously and- like are yeah. like older. They're like, you know, like they gotta like they're looking at this kid basically. And then give me Martian Manhunter. I just want some I want yeah. an alien. I just want a really good alien. Cause you know why? Because I just love America flipping out over that. Yeah. Because he's green, dude. Like nobody would fucking like him. He's just like he's like, this guy looks so fucking different. Yep. hundred <clears> percent. <throat> uh let's hop over to the other comic book franchise, the MCU. Um, Sean Levy has been tapped to direct Deadpool three, him and Ryan Reynolds, just an absolute tag team at this point. He has directed, uh, Ryan Reynolds last two movies with the Adam project and, uh, fall guy. No free guy. Free guy. Fall guys. The game. Um, we and me and Alec were talking about this beforehand. Like this is the playbook that all major actors we are looking into it and it seems like they did kind of follow, but Ryan Reynolds is taking it to a, the extreme of just finding one director that you like vibe you mesh with. with, you get, you, you create good content with and, and just doing every movie them. together. Yeah. It seems like that's the game plan. Like we looked up what, um, Scorsese and De Niro, Scorsese and De Niro, Spielberg and Hanks. Yeah. Spielberg it, and Hanks and, Bay, uh, Bay and uh, Michael Willis? Bay and Bruce Willis. Uh, Bruce Willis. Like maybe small just, roles, Her- but like Michael Caine and Chris Ford. Nolan. Yep. Michael yeah. Caine's in Her- every Kane and Chris movie. Nolan. Absolutely. Uh, Harrison Ford and George Lucas. And George Lucas. Like, like, I mean, you want to talk about like tag team in it. Those guys are just winning. It, it seems like the winning strategy. Just get mm-hmm. together with, it's um honestly what it is. It's entourage. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's it's Vinny, really entourage. It's Vinny Sticking hooking with up with uh yeah with the with the crew, getting the crew of guys that he makes good movies with, whether oh, or not uh, all of them are good together. Shout out Medellin. But yeah, um, what was the other thing that I was gonna say? It, and we the biggest proponent of this and like the biggest like crew to crew stick with it. Um, Adam Sandler's crew. They stick yeah. with it. They like doesn't matter who's the leading role for what movie. You'll see like shots of glory. All of them of, go like, together. All of them coming together. Yeah. Even if and they're not awesome. in the movie, and they also shoot everything. <laughs> Adam Sandler has the best rack in the game because he shoots all. They shoot all of those movies in Hawaii. Also. They also yeah. Well, they shoot all that, of them, and then they all like. Even if they're not in the movie, they just come yeah. and hang out. Even if Kevin yeah. James isn't even in the movie, he's just That's on some, set. They're all buddies, and they all hang out when they shoot these too. Yeah. Mm. And. Whether or not they're making great movies, you can tell that the movies are better because they're friends because they're just so fun. Yeah, it's a little I, bit I organic. Know, everyone like I, everyone really rags on Grown Ups, but like it's that those it's, movies it's are so fun, dude. It's so fun, and uh, it, they're like such fun movies. They're not like great movies, but they're so no. fun. But like you yeah, talking see, comedies. Adam, Sa- Adam Sandler fuck like fucks around every decade and reminds everyone that he's like an incredible talent in acting and then just makes fun movies for the rest of it like he makes I, that uncut gems it. every decade and the rest of the time he's just making fun movies what's yeah. that one tiktok where it's like 
I don't know. I was like, a shout out to the other nominees who will always be known as the motherfuckers who lost to Adam, <laughs> Adam Sandler. Sandler. And it's yeah. just like, it's like so true. It's like, yeah, man, they're going to, it's like, that is like that one scene from Monsters, Inc. It's like, it's like, it's like, if we lose, nothing's going to happen. Like if Adam Sandler loses, it's not a big deal. But if you lose, no one's going to let you forget it. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, second on the MCU train, No Way Home uh, released on digital this week on March 15th, one week ahead of its slated release to release on the digital. Uh, this Disney does Plus. not mean you can go to watch it on Disney+. Plus. This means you can go rent it. But still, inching closer to maybe the day that the we, Spider-Man movies are on Disney+. Plus. We didn't talk about it, but also digital. I forgot the Batman's coming to HBO. Really soon. Really, really soon. soon. It should be it's still on Netflix. Yeah, it's still on Netflix and stuff. Uh, I mean, sorry, other Batmans are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But they're also on HBO. Yeah, that one's weird. Well, it's like yeah. Warner Brothers owns Warner Brothers kind of pimp- like- Warner Brothers kind of pimps out their stuff to other streaming projects, streaming services a lot too. I mean, I just, like I mean, if you came up to me with like, "Hey, Warner Brothers, I'll give you 50 million dollars to like have all of our Batman stuff on Netflix for like yeah, a sure. month and a half." And I'd be like, "Take it." And it was yeah. like, "But can you not have it on yours? Like, fuck off. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, I'm like 50, 50 miller walk, bro. No one's getting it unless it's on ours or you pay me $50 million and I still keep it in mind. Yep, exactly. Uh, we got some early reviews in for Moon Knight over on Twitter uh, and on some of the critic sites. Looks like the runtime for the first four episodes, over 45 minutes on all of the episodes. Alex doing fuck a big, yeah. happy fuck dance yeah. in his oh corner. Oh, my God. You know how I'm pissed it, it pisses me off every single time we get, like, those fucking subpar first episodes and they're, like, 23 minutes long? Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Can we not deny that Disney, like Disney Plus makes some bangers of some television shows, but that fucking first episode's the worst one. They keep, they the keep making a lot. Yeah. Honestly, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier first episode was pretty good too. The second one kind of sucked. It's just those first episodes. Man, you are Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one was only good because of that crazy set piece of maybe uh, that's why they dropped maybe that's why they dropped the first two on a couple of shows. That's true. Yeah, it's just starting to do a couple shows drops, which is kind of like a good idea. Um, but man, 45 minutes. Oh, give me content, Disney, and just Huge. give me a lot of it. Huge. Like, I just, the, dude, the 26 episodes of the Mandal- 26 minute episode in like the Mandalorian season two or th- like one. I've never been betrayed before in my life, but I assume that's what it feels like. Um, and I mean, going by Disney plus standards, the last two episodes are always have been significantly longer. So we could be looking at like hour plus last episodes, last two episodes of this series. If they short me in the last couple of episodes, I will imagine if the last episode's it. like 26 minutes, I will lose my shit. I God damn. That sucks. Uh, and our last bit of Marvel news, uh, we got our first trailer for Ms. Marvel, as well as confirmation that Brie Larson will appear in this series as Captain Marvel. Yeah, dude, that trailer pretty divisive amongst fans. I, I yeah. think it looks fun. I think it looks cool. I think it looks, it looks good. really Her powers fun. Look super different. It looks like it's gonna be a gauntlet style. It looks like it's a family heirloom too. It looks like it's she's just in her attic and she finds it. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> although <clears throat> the Inhumans did not succeed, so I understand why they're trying to separate them ways around that. She also just looks like she's like a Green Lantern. So I don't know how it's gonna work, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be good. Yeah, I mean track near, at this point probably going to be good probably going to be good nowhere near like close to what the comics were like but at the same time they're still sticking true to the character which i think that's the more realistic the more part. important part yeah uh-huh. <laughs> how she does her powers and superhero thing 
um, matter of circumstance, honestly. All right, we're going to end off with some Star Wars news. Daisy Ridley coming out this week uh, when asked if she would be down to reprise her role as Rey. The quote was, I'll always be Rey. Um, yeah, seems you, like she's open yeah, to the, continuing. You're the only character that lived and had a good story arc. So yeah, of course you'll be. Like, Poe po had a good story arc too. I will keep fighting for that. Poe had a really good arc. All right. All right. I it, think so yeah. too. That's fair. I'll give it. Um, Finn, no. Adam Driver, dead. All the other main characters coming through, dead, 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 dead. Chewbacca, this guy went through some fucking trauma in the Bro, post, post. Chewbacca's episodes. therapist at the end of this, at the end of Chewbacca's life, when he's got to just like recount some shit, is gonna be like, "What the fuck were you doing all your he's life?" Losing, he's losing humans left and right. This man cannot keep like a human around. We're not talking about the Skywalker saga at this point. Like, if we get another movie with Chewbacca, we're legitimately talking about the Chewbacca saga. Honestly, it'd be way more interesting. Yeah. It's either them or Dude, the RCC. Chewbacca's got saga. in some, like, yeah, those would be good too. Chewbacca's been in some major shit if you look at it. He's a Galactic Civil War, uh, Republic Overthrow. He's now in the Resistance. This guy is, like, pivotal. Collab- collapse of a Galactic uh, Republic. Mm-hmm. Republic. Rebellion against uh, the, what, found, what is founded in its place, a Galactic Empire. Yep. Helping to run the successor to that galactic empire for a little bit. The Republic. Mm-hmm. Collapse of that uh, galactic empire. Rebellion against another set of another empire that takes its place. It doesn't really take its place. It like destroys it and then like destroys it. it and, I, yeah. I don't even like the runtime on like the resistance, like the new first orders, like takeover. Is never really long. like the Republic never truly collapses during the first order. Like the Republic is still happening. They just don't show it really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um yeah chewbacca's seen some shit and in the middle of that like he before all that happened he was like a slave for the empire yeah, or in yeah, the middle yeah. of all that he was a slave for the empire yeah 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 and then they get you know what they do you know what they do they give him a fucking medal at the end yeah. of it like that solves everything he should have yeah. got that medal a long time ago but at the same time that was like the most fucked up part of this entire movie system i was like also chewbacca doesn't wear clothes you can't put the medal on anything yeah. where's that sash <laughs> Like He'd literally be pinning it to his skin. He could be pinning it to his fur. It's, it goes around your neck. It's not like a pin. <laughs> it goes around. He can fit it around his neck. Although his neck is like four times the size of humans. Yeah. Uh, we got a little bit of news about the Kenobi show. Mainly stuff that's not in the Kenobi show. There it was confirmed that Darth Maul was originally planned to appear in the show with Ray Park reprising the role before uh, the story took a new direction. I, for one, am really excited about this. That they I, didn't go with Darth Maul. That they didn't did. go with Darth Maul. Yeah, I really think it takes away from the whole ending of the Re- I agree. Rebels. Of Rebels, yeah. yeah that are yeah. that the Kenobi Maul <clears throat> part like relationship has already run its course. Like we've seen the beautiful end of that. It is so perfectly cyclical. Like I don't. It's need connected. Any more it's closed. It's done. Like yeah. don't make any more of it. If you want to make it a live action episode, don't. You don't need to retcon it. If you want to bring more Maul in, show me give me a mall show give me mall taking over crimson dawn that would be sick i wouldn't mind if they actually just made like a scene where darth well he just has that moment with darth mall live action mm-hmm. we still have that entire storyline after at the end of solo that we know nothing about after yeah there's yep. like a huge chunk there's, of mall there's a bunch of we don't know fuck. bunch of time there if you want to give me mall give me mall then i don't need more mall kenobi at all no um 
maybe my favorite piece of news and the most exciting in the Star Wars world this week, Damon Lindelof, the showrunner for The Leftovers, Lost, and The Watchmen TV show, is reportedly working on a Star Wars movie. Mm. Not a series, specifically said as one movie, so we would think probably a spinoff, but this is really cool. Just a bona fide (laughs) talent in terms of creating really, really cool worlds. You know, he's got the, you know, black mark on him from the ending of Lost, right? But The Leftovers and The Watchmen both have really, really solid endings. Tough to end a a show like Lost, though. Give me credit. Tough. Absolutely hard to end a show like Lost. Um, I'm so excited for this. He make he make he's a weird brain, right? Like he makes really kind of weird, thoughtful shows, and I'm excited to see how he translates that into Star Wars. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. I I I, I just want to see what the story is before I actually get any excitement for it. He also does a lot of like dark religious stuff, so it'd be really cool if we got like a Sith movie with him. I think that would be fun, right? Mm-hmm. He does a lot of like dark religious inspired stuff, and that's kind of what the Sith are. So that'd be cool. Well, Sam Jackson also with a big quote this week about returning to Star Wars. Quote: "Put me in, Coach. I'm ready." When they asked him about reprising his role as Mace Windu, we're gonna get this yeah. at some point. We're yes. like, we have to. It, yeah, hundred percent. Why the fuck not? Like, it's just like, oh, like why? Oh, like why are you like sidelining him? Like he wants to be back in. And you get you get one f bomb in a PG thirteen movie, and Star Wars has never used it, never once. Can you imagine? We get we get Mace Windu coming out of, we get like a purple lightsaber ignition in a dark hallway. No, we've already done the dark hallway, but we get a purple lightsaber. We've, we've ignition done that multiple somewhere. times. Yeah, we don't need another hallway. Great. I don't care. Give me yeah, the maybe. Hallway. Fuck it. Give Mace Windu a hallway scene. Fuck it. Everybody in Star Wars gets a hallway scene. Um, just the badasses. That's all. Just I need. the badasses. Uh, and we just get like a surprise motherfucker out of Mace Windu. That'd be uh, so good. Except no one knows what like that nobody knows what does. that word that, means. That curse word doesn't exist. Like, Mace I is, love it. Mace has been hanging out in the outer rim. They might use that. My favorite part is like Kenobi says, like we're gonna be sitting ducks, and then the dude turns back to him. He's like, "What the fuck is a what's duck? a duck? Yeah, like what the fuck is a duck? Like we're in space. Like nothing that is earthly is like." known here and uh our last bit of news talking about our uh, the next show coming after kenobi uh we have a rumor that the andor show is set to release in august after the kenobi show finishes up its run kenobi show starting in may so that would leave kenobi show is six episodes i think we have confirmed so that would leave about a month and a half in between if they released it weekly in between the end of kenobi and beginning of andor Dude, I just got to live through these droughts of content. That's all I'm trying to do here. You're going to be the biggest fan of this Andor show at the end of it, and I can't wait. I know. Usually if I'm, like, really hating on it beforehand, I usually become a really good fan of it. Yeah. So I hope I, I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to say this, this is going to be shit, and I, it's going to be awful. And if I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, it's good content. So it's, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. <clears throat> but, yeah, like, super uncaring. Ever since they said that they were not going to have KQSL. Give me Zeb. Give me Zeb. They give me Zeb, I'll take it. But if they like, they said the second K2SO was not in, I'm like, why the fuck yeah. are you even giving me this content? Because K2SO was the only thing that made Andor. He's going to be in the last episode. The last episode is going to be casting Andor finding K2. No. I'm convinced. K2, the sassy, sarcastic robot droid that can actually speak is what I want. We've had Chopper and R2, but you can't understand them. But you know they're fucking saying some sassy ass shit. 
I I'm still I'm not like convinced this show is going to be incredible. No, but I can't be upset when somebody tells me we're going to get spy <clears throat> Star Wars. Like if we're going to get James Bond in Star Wars, I'm fine with that. Amen. Right? Like if we get fun spy shit in Star Wars, like that's fun at the end. It's going to be fun at the end of the day, no matter what, I think. It's Star Wars. It's pizza. Yeah, exactly. When's, when's good, it's great. When's bad, it's good. Um Except for the Phantom Menace. Like... Outside of the Duel of the Fates. All right, it's better than Attack of Clones. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is then... wild. It is wild that throughout the course of this podcast, I have come around on that and now think Attack of the Clones is the worst one. It is wild that I have gained that much respect for the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I've actually always liked the Attack of the Clones. Like, I just think it's really, I just like the, the for, okay, the first half of it, you could literally get rid of it. It's the second half of it that just second really half wins. of Attack of the Clones is sick. This just wins, and it's like that's the best. And it's also the same thing with Phantom Menace. Like the first part of it, super not really worth watching. The, fr- the second half of it, way better. Also, Attack of the Clones benefits way more than Phantom Menace from the Clone Wars. Attack of the Clones, the last half of it would not even be as good as it is without the Clone Wars. I think it's just as good, and then the Clone Wars just take it to another level. Yeah, that's in my in my. Defense. At the end of like, the day, it is the first time we see crazy amounts of Jedi in one place, and the Battle of Geonosis, like clones, and clones, clones in general. Clones in general. They, they have so much more like meaning to me after watching the the Clone Wars. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like, oh man, every single th- every single time we talk Clone Wars, it's just like so many characters, so many. Story Go watch lines. the fucking Clone Wars. Like, if you're still listening to this podcast and haven't watched the Clone Wars, it's kind of insane with how much we bring it up. It's such. It's such good TV. It's such it's good so storytelling. Good. And it's like, he, that's the The whole thing of like the clones is like, they're supposed to bring humanity to a clone, which yep. is not supposed to be. And they're picked, they're based off of military personnel. And that's what they're supposed to depict is how that the military is all one thing, cookie cutter. And we're all the same. No, we're not. We're individuals. We have different problems. We all experience life differently. We have different stories. Same thing with the clones. And I love it. So do I. Any last thoughts here before we hop out for the week, boys? Andor still sucks. Um, no, that's about it. That's all I really had to say. 100% we're seeing Saw Gerrera in this Andor show, by the way. Oh, my God. Him? They're bringing Saw back again. Oh, dude, he's in, like, everything. And you know what? He's going to have a different design. 100%. They're going to make him look <laughs> he's gonna different. Have, he's going to have a different design. Does it? He's going to be white. That's what he's going to be in the next one. He's going to be white. <laughs> it's like, they're, they're running out of ways to redesign Saw Gerrera. Yeah, they're just like, he's going to be white or something. He's going like, to be Puerto Rican or something. Like that. It's like even better. It's close, but it's not the same. Ugh. Like, you know, it's just, that'd be funny. Um, but yeah, man, I don't like This is light week. Tom Brady's back. Kenobi's finally dropped the fucking trailer. Finally. So Wait, do we have that last week? Yeah, we talked about the Kenobi trailer last week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then put Sam Jackson in. What are you doing? Put him Anything. in, coach. Why are you waiting? Like, why are you like, you have your stud on the sideline right now. Put your starter in. Put the starters back in. Yeah. All right. Let's hop out of here. Uh, this has been Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to continue to provide. You can follow the show over on social at Who Asked You. That's the letter U pod. I'm at Lashapak. Ross is at rparker209. Alec is at alecm underscore one. Same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everybody. Later days.